94 Country, WKKJ. Good afternoon. It's Christina Wolford just after 4 o'clock, so it's time for real estate from a house to a home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi with ERA Martin & Associates. And Jen, today you've got some more tips for us as well. Always what we with need. the tips. She is That's right. always giving advice. <laughs> yes. But this is a good one. Home never taking, never taking it. Never taking it. around. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> Take lots of advice. It's not from you because you don't have any good advice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, Jen's got some good advice. Some Burn. tips for home mm-hmm. ownership in a challenging market, which yes. is where we're at today. Yes. So, you know, home ownership is a huge step. You know, we've talked about for years toward building wealth, building legacy, and then you know we always talk too about the emotional side of it for people. Mm-hmm. And it, but a lot of people struggle to buy a home. And, and that's why there's a lot of different programs to help people. That's why there's down payment assistance. And that's why FHA was created and USDA for rural areas to, to you know, increase the amount of people that own homes. Because as we all know, that has been the American dream for ever and a day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, last month was National Homeownership Month. Probably should have talked about this last month, maybe. <laughs> uh, but that's how important it is that we have an entire month dedicated to it you know you think you think through the year that there's a month for everything home ownership has its own month so that's kind of a big deal you know Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of something that that people really need to take seriously and we're just going to talk about some different things that are that are difficult right now um in lots of different ways and, and some things how you can overcome those so you know the first thing i think is super super important is you know gaining speed with the lender that you pick um Mark can probably attest to this better than me because I've always, Mark can, I think, vouch for this as well. I've always been pretty fast at closing loans. Um, well, all, you know, if seven days is fast, then whatever. <laughs> that's what you want to consider it, you right? Know. I mean, seven I mean, days is the law. I, mean, I can't know, close it quicker than seven days. Yeah, but. I mean, you know, you don't like walk in, you know, and then walk out with money. But <laughs> that's the way it should work. Used to be back in the day, you could do that. Well, you, at least you still have your money in your safe, so it's still. It's yeah, still. no, I do not. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck again. My husband worries about people thinking I'm going to have money in a safe. <laughs> so I think that it's really important you know, in this competitive landscape that you are working with a lender that can get you closed quickly because they're going to look at that as part of, of, you know, picking contracts. You know, when Mark can talk more about that when he sits down with sellers, like what do you, what does a realtor say to a seller when you get five offers? How do, I mean, how do you kind of go over that with them? Well, I mean, basically you go over each offer. Mm -hmm. I mean, and all the the terms, the purchase price, the net, you know, you go over all those things, Um, you know, and there's different, I mean, we've had plenty of shows on what makes a strong offer. So there's different key points that you'll look at. Um, and then, and then you know, it's always up to the seller what they want to do. They can pick one. They can take it. They can say, hey, you know, everybody throw one more, you know, offer in the hat and, mm-hmm. and, and we'll take the best. But if you if you have an offer with a pre-approval letter from an online lender that you maybe right. have worked with before that you know is not fast or good. Right. And that's one of those things that, that's the strength of the offer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even, I mean, we've seen, you know, and again, in the multiple offer world, and more more frequent in the past, but we've seen, um, yeah, I mean, the lender actually get that person the contract, mm-hmm. maybe even for less money. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the agent that's presenting the offer had more faith in that lender because of previous experience, mm-hmm. then maybe the one that, that didn't. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, where you get your money from can make a big difference. It's super important. So I think that's something that people don't realize. You know, you, uh, you know, in our world, so if you call me today and you apply for a loan and we pull credit, and I don't know if I've ever – I probably have at some point talked about this, but um, if we pull your credit, the Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion take your information and they sell it to other lenders. And so 
you're going to get phone calls, you're going to get emails, you're going to get mail, and they're going to offer you, and they don't, they, you can pick your criteria when you're buying those things, so that, but they do know a lot about you, but they don't know everything, so they don't know your income, they don't know, you know, your, your job history, they don't know any of those kinds of things. They can buy score, uh, they can buy revolving debt, how much revolving debt you have, uh, so there are a few things that they can pick that they want to know, but the repositories are selling your information. And I used to be able to trick the system by putting like PO box and a BS phone number in it. But because of you know the world we live in now, the repositories have collected so much information, just like everybody collects information about us. Mm-hmm. Um, they auto populate it now. So I can't even trick it anymore where you don't get those calls and you don't get that mail. So you're going to get those those things. So you'll get an offer from some online lender that doesn't know your profile, they're going to tell you, oh, I can get you this. And it may not be something you even qualify for. It may not be something that you are that's even available in our area. There's a lots of different things. And they'll offer you a crazy rate that you probably aren't going to be able to get. Or if you do, you're going to pay a lot of money to get it. And so if you go to with that lender, and then Mark's the listing agent, and maybe he's had several bad experiences with that lender that was online, he's going to tell the seller that. Mm -hmm. So that's what you have to realize too, is that's another reason why it's important to work with local people, because we have relationships with the agents. They've worked with us over and over through the years, and they know that we can get things closed. So that is really, really important and is super, super key in putting your offer together to get accepted by a seller. Okay, good deal. We'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home. 94 Country WKKJ, welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi with ERA Martin & Associates. Jen, we're giving out tips today for home ownership in a challenging market. Yes. So the next thing you know, you're going to want to think about, which you should always think about because we've talked about this before too, is you know fixing credit, fixing anything that's financially not right right now. Mm -hmm. So you're going to work on cleaning up your credit, paying down your debt, and that's going to get you into a better position to purchase a home. And And the money will be cheaper. Correct. You'll get, you'll be able to get a better rate. And with rates being higher now, you'll be able to get more money. If if your other debt is low because of the increase in rates, you're going to be able to qualify for more because that's something that we're seeing with people. You know, I, I feel like in our area, and I've said this for years, um, even though it, you know, obviously it has gone up substantially, we still didn't see the increases that other areas did. Um, but it's not a hasn't been a huge burden. I feel like on our area, it, not that anybody wants to pay more in interest than they have to. I get that. Neither do I. But I haven't had a whole lot of people knocked out of buying a home altogether because of the increase in rates. So. Um, But obviously, if you have less debt, that will qualify you for more. So it's really, really important that you do that. And and taking care of your credit, I know they're probably like, oh, well, of course you're going to say that because you're in finance. But it's not just for buying things and getting credit. Like, it's for your insurance, your car insurance rates. That's part factored in 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 your house insurance rates. They pull their own type of credit score. They look at credit. Um, When you go to get a job, most places in your background check are checking your credit. Now those are soft pulls, so they're not, you know, they're not like when you buy a car, or you buy a house where it's a hard pull, but they are still looking at your credit. So, and there are some, you know, 
some places, I listen, full disclosure, I mean, I, everybody on here that listens to the show knows I had bankruptcy, I had foreclosure, I screwed my credit seven ways to Sunday. And I was out of a job. It was, um, I think it was, I think, I think it was after the crash. Maybe it was right before. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, I applied for a job at an insurance company mm-hmm. and they checked my credit and they would not hire me because of my credit. Hmm. And wow. so, and here's why. Because this is what the, again, it's, it's all uh, analytics, right? They, they look at past performance of people that have those issues and what they do. And for us to have a license, they check our credit. So, and this is why. If you, if you have issues and you don't have enough money to pay your bills, it is tempting for people to do things that they shouldn't do. Either in like in our business, Lots of people would fraud because they needed to get a loan closed to get paid. Um, in an insurance thing, in an insurance office, you're taking payments. You might be taking cash. If you have bad credit and you're in a bad way financially, they feel like that might be tempting for you to do something wrong. Now, I didn't steal because I had bad credit, but people have. And so they have to look at the big picture and manage, again, risk-reward, right? And I think that that's really important to know. It's not just to get a loan or get a credit card or get a car. It's to help your insurance rates. It's to help you get jobs. And I'm not saying you have to have perfect credit to get a job, but you do need to pay things on time and have a decent score. It does help. It just looks better when everybody looks at your whole picture. So, um that's something to think about when obviously you're buying a home but it helps you in a lot of other ways too right so just and i think a lot of people don't know that that they're checking things like that when you're when you're getting a job or you're when you get a rental lots of places check your credit not everybody but lots of places do like it it just matters and again i was young and i was dumb and i did not take care of my credit and then got into this business and then it crashed so i messed my credit up again so i have been (laughs) through it multiple times uh and my life is a whole lot easier when i keep my credit in good standing because i've done both and i promise you (laughs) it is a whole lot easier when when your stuff is is right right all right good deal we'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home 94 Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home. Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi with ERA Martin and Associates. We're learning a lot today, Jen. You've got some tips for us on home ownership in a challenging market like today. Yes. So the next thing we're going to talk about is savings. Um, you know, we do have a lot of products that will pay your down payment or a large portion of your down payment. Opa. Opa. <laughs> Their favorite, favorite uh, product. But that doesn't always now some of OFA can depending on the pro, the program you do can pay for closing costs mm-hmm. but you still are going to need money um you can do USDA that's 100 percent if you're a veteran you can do 100 percent um on on your purchase price but there's still title fees there are lender fees you have to set up an escrow mm-hmm. you have to pay for a whole year of homeowners insurance before you close or at close uh, you have to pay for an appraisal you're going to want to get a home inspection. You're going to have to pay for that. Like there are, there are other costs associated with buying a house that aren't part of the, the purchase price of the home. Mm-hmm. And so you do need some money. And some programs, even if you don't use the money, they want to see the money, oh. that you have some money. And sometimes, depending on the program, you may have to have some reserves. Now, that's not money that you have to bring to closing. Could have access to. But you got to have access to mm-hmm. it. So it can be... You know, USDA is one that will request that a lot of times. Maybe if we can't get an automated approval in the system, we can manually underwrite that. But you need to have, depending on the profile, 
one month of reserves, which is one month of your total payment, which is principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, uh, and your mortgage insurance on that program. Sometimes it's one month, sometimes it's three months. Um, if you're an investor and you're buying a, a property or refinancing a property, you've got to have reserves for other the other pro, um, the other houses that you have, even if that's not involved in the transaction you're doing. So having reserves sometimes is important to get an approval. You know, and, and a reserve can be just take if you stack up a like a stack of cash and then just take a picture of it. You know that that'll work. Um, I had somebody years ago. I asked for proof of rent. And they took pictures of $100 bills. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, the reason like, I bring wow. that up. Doesn't work, Bob. No. G- give them a definition of where what, what can be sourced as a reserve. Well, it's, it's just like what you would bring to closing. It's going to have to be able to be able to show it. it. It can't be a gift. Right. It's got to be your own funds. Um, you, If you have a 401k, though, yeah. that money can be, we can only use part of what's in your 401k because mm-hmm. you can't get access to all of it, obviously. Right. So we can use part of your 401k as reserves, obviously money that you have in your savings account. Um, if you have uh, like a Roth IRA, that some of that can be used. So those are some different ways that you can use for reserves. So um, it can't be a loan. It can't be a credit card. <laughs> so it's got to be actual cash uh, that's sourceable. So, but it again, you're not going to spend that money at closing, but you need to show it. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important to do. Um, and, and again, if you've got that money, right, you save it up and you don't have to spend it. But you'll have it if something goes wrong at the house or if you want to do a little bit of stuff outside. You know, it's it's always good to have some money. And even if you're renting, you need to have a little bit of, of secret stash, right, of, of some money in case something goes wrong. Because you never know what's going to happen. And you want to make sure that you're covered if something does. Good advice. Okay. We'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home. 94 Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi with ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, after how many years have we doing the, been doing this? Six, seven years? Well, we've been doing the show six, I think. Yeah. And then it's, we've it's been. been, it's, been, it's, been it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> well, I've still learned today, even. I, I've learned a whole lot. And, and we were talking, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago, you know, about fixing your credit and stuff. And I was like you. I. I didn't even really know. I'm ashamed to say, you know, in my 40s, I didn't even really know that much about credit. You know, I kind of just didn't care to pay attention year. to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 40 last year. Um, but anyway, since you guys have been doing the show coming in here, I have um, I've re- really learned a lot. And we talk about these credit monitoring sites, Credit Karma, mm-hmm. and they're not exactly what you need, but they can help. Yes. So I do that. And I am kind of like, um, really obsessed with it now. Yeah. You know, if my credit goes down a Once little bit. Once it starts bit, to go up, you get addicted to it, oh, right? De- yeah. Definitely. Once you get good credit, you're like, oh, definitely. I gotta keep this. It's like chasing those stars in elementary school, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, my credit went up a point, give myself a sticker, yeah. you know? Yes. I get excited, but I feel credit like trip. I am um, a lot more knowledgeable, and we plan, I mean, who knows, who knows? We plan on staying on our house for a while longer, but, you know, we've already re- refinanced a couple times, we mm-hmm. want to do it again here in the mm-hmm. future. we yeah. got to get a couple things straight first on our end, too, but I feel like I am so much more educated because of the show, but I wanted to say that, but still learning things today. Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about tips to home ownership in a challenging market because unfortunately it's kind of a challenging market mm-hmm. right now. So yeah. even if you bought a few years ago, if you got in, you know, lucky when the the rates were down and everything, it's a little different today. Mm-hmm. So here's your tips for today. Absolutely. So it is, you know, and much to that point, it is probably more important now than ever to understand the local market that you're looking in. Um, you know, once you know what you're looking for and where you want to be. 
it is good to know, you know, the similar homes, what they've sold for in the past six months, because that's like the big, the big time frame. You know, we'll we'll get comparable sales for up to twelve months, but six is really the the biggest weight of what what we're looking at. Because, you know, if you go back to January or December of t- two thousand nineteen to March of 2020 or April, let's say, of 2020, whole different world. Or if you go from April of 2020 to November of 2020, whole different world. So it it literally can change that quickly. Mm -hmm. And people think that it doesn't. You know, years ago, I had somebody was purchasing a home. They were moving here from Houston. And uh, it was a physician. And he had he just called a random appraiser just on his own and said, hey, I'm looking at buying this house. Will you do an appraisal for me? So he did the appraisal. This was 2010, so still not a great market uh, by any stretch back then. It was still really, really rough. And so this appraiser did an appraisal for him. And then we, he comes to me. We get him pre-approved. We start the loan, and we get an appraiser or an appraisal with you know an appraisal for that loan that he was getting. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was forty thousand dollars less than the list price. And it was $60,000 less than the appraisal that that appraiser had done. Wow. Wow. And uh, he was like, that can't be right. I had an appraisal. Our appraiser did appraisal, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, can you send it to me? Let me look at it. And so I looked at it, and this appraiser had used comparable sales from a year, two, and three years prior. Oh, wow. So... I I don't even know if somebody just randomly calls an appraiser up if that's right to use them that old, no. but it sure doesn't work for a loan. No. And so it it's you know if it can change in six months that much like it has in the last few years, a year, two, three years just mm-hmm. doesn't work. And obviously, ten we were still in the hard part of the market, and it was and he went back prior to when it was crazy, so prices were inflated prior to everything crashing. Oh, oh yeah. And so it was it was very discouraging for that mm-hmm. for that man, and he ended up not buying it. Wow. Um, he backed out on it, so because he didn't want to bring an extra forty thousand plus what he was already bringing, and he was like, "Well, I'm not going to overpay for this house, you know." And and I don't blame him, you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it either. But it's it's super important to know your market and know what's going on, and having you know that good baseline will set your expectations for negotiations up properly, and it's that's why it is so 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 important to work with a good agent, an agent that knows what's going on in the market, that is doing it all day, every day. As much as it pains me to say it, someone like Mark Sensi. That's right. Gosh, I hate that. I have to say that out loud. Yep. <laughs> but it really is important because, you know, you don't want to get your expectations set on something and be disappointed or or think everything's going to be good and get into the situation where it comes in. Probably at this this point, the game probably not going to come in short. But you never know, never know. right? You never know. Right. And so you've got to work with somebody that really, really knows the market and, and what's going on and how it's working. Okay. What would you like to add to that, Mr. Cincy? That would be me. <laughs> That's what I want to add. Mic drop. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's, all that's, you're gonna it. Say? that's it. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to talk about anything else? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I mean, I uh, thought you uh, might have some value of what, no, 152 uh, years of experience. It's 153. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. No, I mean it, it's it's uh, honestly, if you 
you have to be engaged in this market because it changes so rapidly. Mm-hmm. You have to know. I mean, in, in you know, lending changes. You know, buyer behavior, seller behavior. You know, the the laws change, mm-hmm. um, and it and it, it it does change rapidly. And if if you are dealing with an agent that is not engaged, that does not you know do this every day, that doesn't keep up to date on what's going on, um, you're really doing a disservice to yourself. Um, and so you you really should you should be you know you should be picky about who you choose to hire. Um, and do a little do a little recon as to is this is this a good fit for me? And, and one, even as a even as a buyer's agent, I oh, think absolutely. That we talk a lot about if you're a seller, what you should ask an agent. But you should I don't know if we've done a show about that, but we, like what a buyer yeah, we did. should we've ask. Done, did we? You know, okay. Agent interview questions. Um, but I think that's about really three and a half years ago. And, so, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's available on our podcast. It is. <laughs> but I think people don't realize like you don't just have to call somebody and say hey because it's it's more than just unlocking the door. Right. You're doing more than unlocking the door. Um, I mean, I guess there's probably agents that that is all they do, but a good agent does more than unlock yeah. the door. Right. And so I think it's really important that you do ask the questions because if you call me, you're going to ask me questions. Right. You should ask them questions too because mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're not writing a check to an agent, but by buying the house, the seller is paying the agent. So in essence, you're paying them. So you need to make sure that they know what they're doing and they're going to work in a way that you are happy with. And and so it's going to give you the best chance of getting the house, yes. best chance of getting the best deal, mm-hmm. best chance of, at you making the process go smoother. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if, if honestly, if, they, if, the house, if the agent hasn't sold a house in six months, mm-hmm. they're, you know, are they going to be able to, you know, to help you as mm-hmm. much as an agent sold a house yesterday? Yeah. You know. All right. Good deal. We'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home. 94 Country WKKJ. Hey, it's Christina Wolford. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi with ERA Martin and Associates. So, Jen, giving out tips today on home ownership in a challenging market. Yes. And the last thing that I want to leave you with today is that you need to know what you want as far as the house goes. Like, mm-hmm. really know what you want. Um, don't go out with the shotgun. Uh, effect where you're just like looking at everything under the sun all over the place know where you want to be know what you want in a home Um, I'm not saying you can't go look at houses because you could find something that you like but you've got to have a general thing but I mean I know Mark knows this and I know I know it from talking to people they'll be all over the place like nothing is even the same similar kind of house (laughs) or area or anything and so it makes it really difficult to help people when they don't know what they want so know what you're looking for know what you want in a house and set a realistic budget and you know we help you obviously with that uh with with setting your budget because you can only spend what you're approved for right but if you if you know that you know going in what you can concede on in negotiations, what you can push a little higher, what you can ask for a little more, you know, it really helps you to have those things in mind of what you want and and how much you're willing to give up or how much you're willing to go over the price that you're that you've got in your head uh, or what you want. Really, you need to know what you want your payment to be. That's that's really the whole key to it. And if you want your payment to be eight hundred dollars, you can't buy a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, that it just does not. That's not. It's math. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, so that's really important that you know and and know this too. You know, we and we tell people this. It's taxes play a big role in your payment, and so one school district you might be able to get a house for two hundred, and um, the and the taxes are are lower. Or, and that's that's good, but you may go to another school district where they're higher, and you can only get an approval up to one hundred and fifty or one hundred and seventy-five because the property taxes are higher. So 
every house, and that's what we always tell everybody, call us and we'll do a payment on every house you want to look at. We want to do that for you and because it does make a difference. The hmm. school district has, you know, in that area, lower taxes. This one's higher. It's going to affect your buying power. Mm-hmm. Taxes are part of it. So it's not just your income. It's, it's the, obviously your rate obviously the purchase price, the taxes, and, you know, the mortgage insurance, you know, that you're going to get if you're not putting down 20%. So there's a whole lot of things that go into it. So you have to be very, very aware of that when you're out looking. Uh, But have those things in mind. Know what you want. I'm not saying you can't change your mind because, listen, I did. I've told that before, too. When I was looking for the house that we're in now, um, I was looking on the west side. So you're all over the place. I was. Uh, yeah, I was convinced I wanted to be on the west side. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we looked at Pretty much every house we looked at was over there, and they ended up falling through for whatever reason. We couldn't get them into contract, and, and this is before it got all crazy. This was 2018, and there was one that we live out on Mountain View, and and I was like, ah, I don't want to be over there. Well, I want to be on the west side, and and we're just like, let's just go look at it. And we went in. I was like, I really like this house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it was not even anything at all what I had in in my in mind to do so you know that may that may happen to you but you have to kind of know what you want but you can change your mind but it just makes it easier if you've got that budget set you know what you're willing to give up uh, what you're willing to negotiate on it will just it'll speed it up for you because speed is super important right now Um, being able to make quick decisions when your agent calls you and says hey they countered back at this you've got to know you can't wait three days to decide not in, not in this market you can't mm-hmm. wait three days so that's something that you really need to have ready to go and, and know what you're willing to do it'll make it easier and increase your likelihood to get an accepted offer okay and that first step people need to just do it yes. just just reach your out. first step is just to start call. with a lender you know I, I don't know if you saw that we posted that on facebook last week that you start your journey to a home with a lender because you can't get any you can't get a house if you need money <laughs> if you right. can't get it. Right. So you know, starting that, and, and I, I did a little post about it. I said, you know, if you start with us, you start with a lender, but then we will get you with one of our partners that we watch over and over and over again, quickly get people into houses and into contracts. Like we work with a lot of agents. Like we know who's able to get you in to a contract quickly. So we will give you, you know, this is a great agent for you that is good in that area and can get you into something quickly. So starting with the lender is, I think, the most important thing. All right. So how do they get a hold of you, Miss Lender, at Hometown Lenders? <laughs> give us a call at 740-851-4760. You can apply online at 851-4760.com. You can find us on all social at Homelands by Jen, or you can always stop in the office at 109 West Main Street and see us to get started today. All right. Then when they're all set, then they can go look at those beautiful yes. houses. And how do they get a hold of you, Mark, at ERA Martin & Associates to do that? They can call us at 740-774-4500. Come in our office at 159 East Main Street. Get us on our website on ERA.com. All right. So you can also find all of Jen and Mark's contact information, also podcasts of past shows that we did and more right there on our radio station website, WKKJ.com. Also, all those podcasts, those years and years of podcasts are Many, many years. Right. Worldwide. You have to do it Worldwide. Stop. Worldwide. They are worldwide because it's available anywhere you can get that there internet across the globe. Worldwide on the free universe wide. Yeah, can't wait it, Mar- it won't be long. Can Mars, we get here alien? we come. I can't yes. wait till we can get an alien to how, be a guest. Yeah. Yes.
<laughs> it might not be that long. I mean, it's already the robots. AI is here, so That's right. it may not be long. Anyway. Um, Selling I'll, houses to robots. That can happen, too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if they want to act like humans. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you can find us worldwide on the iHeartRadio app, too. Just go to iHeartRadio.com. If you haven't downloaded it, go ahead and do that. And then just do a search for real estate from a house to a home. 